Welcome back, everyone, to the Poly Film Bros. Uh, I'm Tomas, along here with... And this is Gio here. It's wonderful to have you back. We're going to discuss some uh, good things today, aren't we, Tomas? Yeah. And, of course, we are here um, among us to discuss those things. We have our very special guest returning again for us. Uh, Woody, great to have you back. Thank you. Perfect. So, Tomas, why don't you tell me what's on our radar for today? Well, uh, I guess we're going to be uh, ranking um, our top 10 films of the 2000s. Okay. Top 10 of the, yeah, of the 2000s. It was a good decade. All right. So, you, you fellas got your lists ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who wants to go first? I guess, should we do the, uh, like what we did last time with the 2010s? All right. Our um, top. Uh, or our honorable mentions. Should we do honorable mentions first? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Let's let's do our honorable mentions first. All right. Did, uh, you want to start us off, Thomas? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I'll start off. So, um, one honorable honorable mention is uh, Surfs Up. Definitely a really nostalgic film for me and a uh, really fun film some great actors in it voice actors mm -hmm. um then probably i would i'd have to say uh shrek one for sure yeah classic man it's really uh changed the world in many ways but um and then i'd probably have to say uh attack of the clones you know, probably one one of my favorite uh, Star Wars films. Just just amazing, and uh, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. All right, wow, some great picks for sure. Shrek, man, that changed. That that was DreamWorks' first movie, I believe. Really? That's what I I thought I heard. Those are all great comedies. Yes. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Well, uh, Woody, did you have your um? Honorable mentions. Oh yeah. So, uh, so yeah. One of my honorable mentions actually was Attack of the Clones, which is one of my favorite uh, Star Wars prequels. So, yeah, that was. I, I always like that one. Uh, another one was Crocodile, <laughs> which is a uh, one. Of, it's a one of those so bad it's good creature features. And it was it was hilarious. The animatronics were good, but the acting and script was just it was it was hilarious. It was screwed up, freaking terrible. Then uh, then uh, there was uh, Fast and Furious uh, Tokyo Drift was oh, yeah. one of them. Yeah, that that one's that, that one's that one's really good. I, I I mean it's not really good, but I I put it as you know one of the better ones because you. Know, Actually, to think to think of it, only the second one was terrible. But I thought the Tokyo Drift was a pretty good uh, was a pretty good one. And then uh, last one is a walk a walk to remember. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, um, what was that one about the crocodile? Yeah. Oh, that was, that was just crocodile. Croc that, that was all named. Yeah. Okay. Didn't they weren't that imaginative when it came to the name of the movie? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, man, some yeah. classic, classic pick. Yeah. 
Tokyo Drift. I know uh, Gio. He's seen about all the. Uh... I haven't seen Tokyo Drift. Oh, he's not seen Tokyo Drift. I know. I I like all the Furious movies. They're yeah. great classic but movies. I was disappointed when uh, Fast Nine was canceled. Well, not canceled. Delayed. Delayed. Yeah. yeah. So at least it's still gonna happen. But, but yeah. Yeah. Some good picks. Well, uh, Gio. Yeah. So my honorable mentions, man. I I got a lot of honorable mentions. For my honorable mentions, I would say uh, Treasure Planet. That was a really good movie of the 2000s. Um, yeah, great animation. I thought it was pretty underrated. Um, Up, which was a Pixar mo- movie. That was a really good movie. I saw it in the theater back in 09, and man, it, like people in the theater were crying. Um, I'd say Spider-Man 3. Um, I was a fan of that. Um, Speed Racer which was based on the old, I think, cartoon or comic book, something like that. That was really good. Surf's Up was good. Uh, I, Tomas, I think you had that on your list. Yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was one of the better Star Wars movies, for sure. Um, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix was another one. And my, my, final, um, my final honorable mention would be Transformers. I love Transformers. I love... Um, I love the music. The music is a big part of why I like enjoy that new movie. And I just love like the way the robots, the way the Autobots and Decepticons fight, and the way they move. It's found really cool. So those are my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's. Let's see. How many do you have? Like seven. Yes, I think eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Treasure Planet. I forgot about that. That's a underrated movie. Mm-hmm. Really good. A lot of great movies that you pointed out. Thank you. I saw Speed Race. I saw that Speed Racer movie though when I was younger. That was that was always that was fun. Really flashy, like you know, a lot of shiny, bright colors and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was a cool movie. Oh, yeah. I liked it a lot. I watched it just. I watched it back when it first came out. But then I watched it again a couple of years ago and it was uh i was surprised how good it was i know the colors are cool it's really different it's really yeah different. and i and i think it's by the people that that did the matrix movies really really i think it's the same directors i think the Wachowskis. but yeah but it's really good um big fan yeah um I can't remember the last time. I think I saw it uh, when I was really little. So mm-hmm. I, um, I couldn't really remember it um, mm-hmm. too much. But you tried showing it to me, what, like a year two, ago? Yeah. Like a year or two ago. And I, it was just kind of flashy for it. Like you guys said, it was kind of, mm-hmm. uh, it was really like flashy and kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of hard for me to watch, but I should probably give it another chance. Um, but yeah, some good honorable mentions there. Yes. And, um, before we get into our top 10, I just, I forgot about, um, uh, you know what? We, we can just, we can go on. We, we can uh, move to our top 10. So, uh, all right. Our top 10. So did, Tomas, did you want to start us out with your 10 through eight? Yeah, I can do that. Um, all right, so number ten would be Elf, uh, Will Ferrell. Yes. Uh, just you know, 
like we watch it's a tradition every christmas we watch it like at least like two times three times every december which mm-hmm. is kind of funny um really great movie john favreau yeah. you know, the man the myth uh directed it so uh i mean he's he's got like a crazy range of films yes, and for sure and television that he directs but yeah elf awesome movie um number nine would be uh pirates of the caribbean the curse of the black pearl oh wait no no wait um yeah the curse of the black pearl i'm sorry um just awesome film we've seen it so many times but it never gets old uh yeah all the actors are great um then number eight is uh the spongebob movie which is uh one of my favorite movies of all time it's just like so classic and i i'm pretty sure that they were supposed to end it at the um steven hillenberg the creator um wanted to end spongebob at the uh in 2004 at the spongebob movie Hmm. But they, um, but Nickelodeon wanted to keep on uh, making SpongeBob, so they, they, uh, like I guess he he gave it to them, and they they made SpongeBob for the rest of the time being. Um, but yeah, those are my. That is number ten through eight. Well, very very good picks. Uh, yeah. L for sure. As you said, Favreau is a genius, and he has a very wide range because he did Iron Man, and um, I think he did the Jungle Book. I don't know. I believe he did the Jungle Book remake, live action remake in 2016. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, uh, yeah. Um, of course, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. All the well, the first three Pirates movies, and the first is a classic. And uh, yeah, those are some good picks, I'd say. Yeah, I really like Elf. That's a uh, Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. You know, that was always fun to watch. But he was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I never saw much of SpongeBob though. So that's a little that's a little disappointing. I I really should watch more SpongeBob. It's never too late. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um. Uh, Woody or Geo? Which Woody, one of you guys? You want to take? Uh, you want to give us your numbers ten through eight? Sure. Okay. Ten through eight. So at number ten, I have Cars from yeah. two thousand five, I think. Oh yeah. That that one's mostly a uh, yeah, because mostly that's just like a childhood favorite. So that never really left me. Yeah. Um, uh, number nine is probably Hellboy, cause that was that was a weird that was a weird little film. It was fun and cool, but it sort of stuck with me. So that was sort of it was weird and fun at the same time. A lot of practical effects that were obviously early two thousands material. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number eight would be Return to Me from I think 2000 and that was that's mostly like a uh like a a comedy a, a drama comedy sort of mm. and that had uh David Duchovny from uh the X-Files and that was that was very that was a very good movie 
Well, yeah, I remember back in the day, Hellboy, watching that when I was little. Um, and of course, Cars, that, that was a classic. It seems like Cars, um, many people don't uh, appreciate Cars, it seems, but uh, Cars really, I think, is a Pixar classic. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people like just see Cars as just some like Disney Channel Junior, you know. Um, but it, yeah, it was, it, it's been one of my favorite Pixar films for since when I first saw it. But, yeah. it, it seemed like it sort of helped uh, shape Pixar, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the modern. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah. after that, they came out with like what, Ratatouille? Wasn't that another Pixar? Ratatouille, Wally, uh, uh, yeah. Toy Story 3, yeah. Yeah, they, that was. They started booming after that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was its prime. And then Return to Me, I I don't know if I've ever heard of that, but you said uh, a guy from the X-Files was in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Main character, uh, David Duchovny, uh, he, he played uh, Fox Mulder in the X-Files show. Mm. And it's funny how he switched over from a horror sci-fi show to a romance comedy movie. So that was funny. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'll have to look into that. So, um, Gio, do you want to start us off with your 10 through 8? All right. So I'll get, um, begin my top 10 list. Uh, so number 10, I have Shrek 2, um, which is just a classic. Just um, Shrek 2, I, I like it even better than the first one. It's hilarious. It has like some, it, it's got great it's good for kids but it has some adult humor in it which i always like those types of movies i like the all the music in it especially holding up for a hero that that sequence was really good um number nine i would say ratatouille um and i actually saw that the first time i saw that was at disneyland well at a hotel but like on disneyland but um And that was, I just really have good memories of that movie. I think that was one of my favorite Pixar movies to this day. Uh, Just a unique concept, really. Um, And some really good heartfelt moments in that movie. Um, And number eight on my list would be uh, Finding Nemo, another Pixar movie. Um, And Finding Nemo was just a, always been one of my favorite movies um i that was one of the early pixar movies i think it was released in 2003 and it's uh, i i like the how it's underwater i like all the animal life underwater the fish and the coral and it, of course it's a good story so those are my number 10 through 8 oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Ratatouille is um, definitely one of the best uh, Pixar movies. Just, um, like you said, a unique story and a lot of heartfelt moments. Mm-hmm. Great stuff there. Shrek 2, incredible. Yeah. 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 Finding, Finding Nemo was always another one of my favorite uh, Disney movies. That was, yeah. that was always a great movie. It was really funny, too. The funniest part was when his mom died. That got me laughing so hard. 
But mm. yeah, I was a screwed up child. Just well, hilarious, Mason. Okay, I'm waiting. Well, of course it's, of course it's about a, uh, it's about uh, uh, clownfish and and his son. So <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, if only that movie was realistic, that would have been the best. Man, yeah, yeah, man, that's uh, pretty what crazy. Yeah, you know, Finding Nemo is basically like. If you were to read the plot of it, you'd think it's like some action thriller drama movie. You know, he, he teams up with an amnesic woman to find Donald <laughs> that was kidnapped. <laughs> exactly. It sounds it sounds like a like a like a, a weird like a weird version of Taken or something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I think it'd work better than Taken though. It has oh. a little more more going for it. Animation though too is like insane. Yeah. Yeah, I always love the animation though. That was that was like groundbreaking stuff. Still holds up to this day. Yeah, yeah it, does. it does. But the best part is it has your favorite animal in it, you know. Clownfish. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep, my favorite animal. Yep. Oh, what what good times. What good times. All right. So, do we want to move on to? Um, let's move on to number seven and six. Seven and six. Come on. So All right. Number seven and six. Yeah. So, uh, number seven is Shrek two. Okay. Basically, for all the reasons that you said you like it. Mm-hmm. Um, number six is The Incredibles. Um, probably my favorite Pixar film. Uh, it's a classic. Uh, a lot of comedy, mm-hmm. a lot of, and, a, and a lot of heartfelt moments too. Um, yeah, that's number seven and six. Wow. So, so the um, you said Shrek two and The Incredibles. Yep. Wow. Yeah, pretty solid picks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibles two is another childhood favorite. Can't believe I didn't put more of those on my list, but yeah, Incredibles was always like the coolest, the coolest uh, animation. Uh, animated film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Always that classic, like Saturday morning storyline. Yeah, yeah. So, Woody, uh, you want to give your number seven and six? Sure. So, for my number seven, I have uh, the Prestige, which is a uh, Christopher Nolan film. With Christian Bale and uh, Hugh Jackman, Scarlett Johansson, Piper Perabo, Michael Caine, uh, David Bowie wasn't. I think David Bowie was in there too. It, really? Yeah, like all star cast. It was really good. It it was like uh, I have no idea. Uh, it would be like that and mess with your head that much. Like if like if you see uh, Interstellar and Inception, like the. Uh, the way Christopher Nolan like presents everything and, you know, the whole story and everything just like really messes with your brain. But the moment you see the prestige, you, you, you'll have, your brain will be hurting so much when you get out of that. And it's like, Oh my gosh, it's awesome. Uh, and my number six pick is I see you from, I think it was 2002. 
that was a uh, movie with Sylvester Stallone and Chris Christopherson. It was a uh, it was a uh, horror mystery, which I think I, I think it actually uh, stands as one of Stallone's only horror movies. But uh, it was mostly about uh, it's mostly about how this like cop killer was going around, you know, killing all the all these like cops in the city and stuff, and Stallone tries to stop him. So the killer comes and. Uh, he ends up killing his uh, Stallone's wife, and Stallone is a mess after that. He goes, uh, he gets depressed and stuff, and you know, does he like does drugs, drinks heavily, and so he has to go to like a uh, a rehab a rehab f- facility for like officers and military dudes and stuff out in like where was it? Not Wyoming, Wisconsin. I don't know, some place that was like really snowy, and I'll Wyoming and Wisconsin are not snowy at all i don't think but uh yeah he goes there and some the some sort of serial killer starts killing off all of the inmates and uh it's actually uh yeah it's it's really cool it's really fun wow that sounds yeah that sounds like a very intriguing engaging movie for sure i've never it myself but it sounds great Oh, it's it's on. I think it's on Crackle or Tubi for free. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You see, I thought you were um talking about the uh, 2019. Uh, I see you. The 2019. But which what? is like a uh, another, which is a horror. But yeah, this one. Well, no, like, I. Like, yeah, this one's spelled I, like E Y E. Yeah. E-Y-E. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It sounds great. And then um, the other one you had was Prestige. I, I Unfortunately, I got spoiled for Prestige. I never seen it, but I got spoiled because some video I was watching spoiled it. Oh. So, uh, which is unfortunately. Tomas, you did not get spoiled, did you? No, no, but I've been okay. wanting to watch it. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. I think... Um... Yeah, it's on uh, Amazon Prime, mm. Prime Video. So. We're bit, we're um, we're doing such a service to all these movies of the two thousands. We're sending people to watch it, really inspiring people. More, mm-hmm. and that's a good cast: Michael Caine, Hugh Jackman. Um, the, that's a good cast. Was Christian Bale in it? Did you say? Yeah. Christian Bale, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I like those people. And uh, my favorite singer, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in that, too. Yeah. Classic. Oh, I, I love... Yeah. Um, you know, rest in peace, you know. But, um... You know, may, may soul rest in peace. But, um... Let's see. Uh, Gio. Yes. I'll give my uh, number seven and six. Okay. So for number seven, number seven, I have Atlantis, The Lost Empire, which was a Disney animated film. That is a a really, really, uh, it looks good. It's a really good looking film. Um, It's still 2D animation. One of the last 2D animated movies Disney's done. Um, it's a good story about Milo Thatch. He goes and he goes with a group of uh, 
what, what would you call them, Kamas? Like, it goes on an expedition with a with yeah. a crew. And they go on a submarine. They search for Atlantis. Um, yeah, really good story, good plot. I like all the characters. It'd be great live action. So yeah, that would be number seven. Number six, I have uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which is probably my favorite Harry Potter movie. It's uh, the fifth. It's the fifth movie, um, and I just like I like the tone. It's it's the one right before it, Goblet of Fire, was really dark. Um, but Order of the Phoenix, it has its dark moments, but it's more. It seems like it's more lighthearted, just the camera, the, the hue, like the hue of the movie, the tone. It's, it's got its moments that are pretty brooding and gritty for sure. But over, overall, it's more of a, almost a character study. And it shows um, Harry Potter during his fifth year at Hogwarts. And he's like, um, he's very alone. And he, he comes, he needs to come to terms with his friends that it, with the fact that his friends are there for him so it's a good it's a really good movie so those are my number seven and six yeah order of phoenix is probably my favorite harry potter film oh mm-hmm. yeah maybe maybe second favorite but at least one of my favorites yes definitely atlantis too that's a classic mm-hmm. yeah i always like the land atlantis it was always, uh, yeah, one of the one of the very last uh, 2D animated films by Disney, and that was sort of it was sort of special in its own way, just for being, you know, one of the last ones. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Very, and you don't. It seems like you don't hear about it as much as you hear about the Lion King or Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast. It's, yeah. Uh, it's like very. It's. Uh, You've you got to look for it, too. but yeah. it's it's great. So, uh, fellas, let's do get into our top five best movies of the two thousands. All right. Um, you know, you want to do five through um, five through two. Yeah, we can do five through two. Right. Okay, we'll do five through two, and then we'll do. Uh, and then we'll each do our favorite movie All right. of the 2000s. So, Tomas, why don't you start us off with your number five through two? So, uh, number five is Revenge of the Sith. Um, just, like, action-packed all the way through. Really awesome film. Um, number four is uh, Order of the Phoenix. Okay. You know, like you said, just... Uh, um, Everything that happens in that film. I um I know that um some of the fans didn't really uh were a little disappointed with this one because I guess um there are some parts that in the book are like major points were just kind of skipped over mm-hmm. a little bit in this one. Um, but I still loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is uh, the Dark Knight. We were just talking about this one, you know, uh, what, last week? Yes. And, uh, yeah, j- just amazing film. And then number two. Number two is Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my favorite Disney film. Oh. Um, if not, you know, my, fa- one, of my, fa- my one of my favorite films of all time. 
really underrated. All the characters are hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that is number five through two. Wow, yeah, very, very good list. Yeah, for sure. Emperor's New Groove was one of the one of the best two D movies, also. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, definitely. I know. I just comical, classic. Like we, um, you remember a lot of the lines and a lot of the scenes in that movie, like when they're out yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. yeah, turns into a llama. Mm-hmm. What a classic! Well, um, which one of you fellas, Woody? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll have Woody uh, give his numbers five through three. Or I'm sorry, five through two. All right, Woody. Okay, so uh, my number five will be The Dark Knight mm-hmm. from 2008. We discussed everything about it. Uh, last week, so I don't think we have to get too deep into why it's such a great movie, because we all know why it is. Yes. Uh, number four will be The Fellowship of the Ring. Mm. That was always that was always one of the best, one of the one of my favorite early two thousands films, um, and in my opinion, one of the best Lord of the Rings films. It set everything up. It introduced all the characters for the first time, and it really got you, you know, invested in the story, especially setting up majorly the next two chapters to come. So that was, yeah, that was that was one of my favorite two thousand uh, early two thousands movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Spider Man from two thousand two, the Sam Raimi one with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and. Uh, how can we forget J.K. Simmons as uh, J. Jonah Jameson? Of that was, yeah, that was that was the best Spider-Man, one of the best star. Um, why I almost say no, one of the best uh, Marvel movies around, and it was it was just great. All the all the humor really complemented it. It was just uh, one of my favorites. Then number two, right? Number two will be. Uh, Fast and Furious. For sure, the Fast and the Furious was. I actually only I only just saw the Fast and the Furious, uh, what like nine months ago for the first time, and it's just it's one of my it's one of my favorites. Really, really good. Early two thousands, so some parts were cheesy and stuff, but there were a lot of good uh good scenes, some good choreography at the very uh. uh not choreography, uh, stunts, very good stunts done at the very last scene with the, uh, the gigantic, you know, truck and the, uh, uh, the dude hanging on the side and, uh, Brian has to like, you know, cut him down and try to pull him into the car. That was just, oh, it was a really good movie. So, yeah, it's, uh, to my five to two. Those are great picks, man. Um, um, yeah, the Fast and the Furious. It it is just something how that was released in a, around two thousand one. Here we are, almost twenty years later, and it's like you have Hobbs and Shaw, you have seven other different movies, and you've got like it's just it really has taken on a life of its own. But it all started from like it was just like a little uh, gang of criminals that stole 
what was it, DVD players or something? Yeah, it was a bunch of DVD players and Panasonic technology and stuff. Man, that, that's so early 2000s. Yeah, and the fact that it amounted to uh, something as great as, like, you know, international espionage and stuff and all this, like, uh, sort of, uh, like, James Bond sort of things and, like, you know, heists and stuff, like, the, well, like, you know, like all that stuff. It was just, like, spy, all that spy stuff. It was really cool how it evolved over the years. Oh, yeah, I agree. But, and it all started with that, uh, that one movie. And mm-hmm. then, of course, we had uh, The Fellowship of the Ring. That uh, I've never seen any of The Lord of the Rings, but that's, that's something I want, I would like to see. That's what I hear. I hear just nothing but great things about them. Those, those, that trilogy is um, a lot of people praise that trilogy, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And yeah, it's it's really good. It's definitely definitely worth the watch. Like, they're each one's like three hours long, but you know, it's three hours of just you know practical effects. Love CGI, but practical effects, awesome acting, great story, just everything is so mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can tell just by like for the little clips I've seen, and there's a lot of um. As far as I know, there's a lot of like themes and and archetypes, um, in that movie where it's where there I I know. I know, like the ring is supposed to represent power, and like. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really don't know that much about it. But I just, it seems like something that I would enjoy. Well, I wanted to um, say, but because I believe both of you mentioned The Dark Knight. Um, I forgot to put, I forgot all about The Dark Knight when I was composing my list for some reason. I don't know why, because we just did a podcast on it last week. But I'll just add to my honorable mention list right now, uh, The Dark Knight. I'll put that as one of my honorable mentions. Uh, and without further ado, I will, uh, I will uh, mention my uh, numbers five through two on my list. Um, so number five, uh, number five, I have uh, The Incredibles, which uh, as you gentlemen have said, it's, it's a classic, great animation, great story. Um, number four, I have The Emperor's New Groove. Um, again, hilarious. Um, just hilarious at times. Um, I like Cusco. I like Pacha. Yzma is just a classic vis- villain. Uh, number three, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End which is my favorite Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It's just, it is just the epitome of a, of a third movie in my, in my mind. It's just a great final battle. Um, I have a hard time understand, like following everything that goes on because everyone's got their own agenda. Everyone like Will wants the Black Pearl for, for his reasons to bring back his dad and and um, Davy Jones wants the Kraken or whatever, but it, it's just a really, it's just a really 
it seems like it's really well shot. It's the cinematography is beautiful. It's really the beginning itself when those pirates get um, those pirates sing that that uh, was drink. What is that song? The Yoho. Yoho. Yeah, I, Yoho. For, I forget what it's called, but they sing the song and they the kid drops the coin and they're all hanged. That was just really powerful stuff. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's number three, and uh, of course number two. I think uh, Woody mentioned this in his list. Uh, num my number two is Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, 2002. All, really one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. There's just, uh, it just, the, uh, it takes like everything about it. It's just a typical superhero formula, but done as, as great as you can do a superhero movie. So those are my number uh, five through two. Yeah. Man, wow. Like World's End. That is a magical film. <laughs> I sound like a little girl saying that. Magical. But no, it's it's really good. It's it was really good for the ending of the supposed trilogy because it was originally supposed to be a trilogy until they brought it back in 2011. But that was just that was an incredible ending for the uh, uh, for the in, for the whole uh, uh, Will Turner story. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, you know, of course, Jack Sparrow is like the main character, but really the the char the first three movies, which in my mind those are like that is Pirates of the Caribbean. The the fourth and the fifth are just like not that great. But um, yeah. the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy, that is about Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. And that's about him becoming a pirate and her like becoming a pirate. And Jack is there for Jack is there because he furthers the plot and he's a cool character. But it really is all about Will and Elizabeth. And I'm telling you, some of that music, too. Who? Oh, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, you can you can really pinpoint that music. A lot of uh, that's what made the movie so unique is that there are so many movies that have a soundtrack that is like very forgettable. But when it comes to a movie like you know Pirates of the Caribbean, the moment you hear the theme song, you're like, oh my gosh, that's Pirates of the Caribbean because it's so mem uh, memorable. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Almost like Star Wars in a way. Yes. Oh yes. yes. One of the most, like, everyone knows that, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, right. amazing picks. Mm -hmm. Amazing picks. And uh, to Tomas and I, we brought this up, like, two months ago, I believe. Uh, we were bringing up that there actually is parallels between the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy and the original Star Wars trilogy. Um, in that you have, uh, you have, um, Elizabeth Swan gets kidnapped and in the same way in Star Wars it's Princess Leia gets kidnapped and you have Han Solo and Luke that go to rescue her and in Pirates you got uh, Will Turner and Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow that go to rescue Elizabeth and it's and also with the other two movies there's parallels and similarities but uh, it's kind of unique when you begin to uh, think about the similarities between those two trilogies yeah mm -hmm. what was it a hero's journey 
right? That's the um, right the um, formula. Yeah, something like that. The hero's journey. But those two movies just by just pull it off amazing. Yes. Um, but yeah. So, um, we're gonna do our. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess top. Our number one movie. So our favorite movie of the two thousands. Yeah. Well, this is it. So Tomas, we'll we'll go. We'll have you first, then Woody, then me. All right. So number one is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, I was like, oh my gosh, no, don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, not, not that. But, I mean, it's not a bad movie, but, well, it sort of is. But, not a great movie, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, the real number one, though, is uh, Spider-Man 2002. Um, I think it just... I think it is the perfect comic book film. It does it so well. And um, it just, it's such a memorable film, classic film. Um, all the characters, you can really feel, um, like you can really feel all their emotions, you know. Um, and it's just such an amazing movie. And I think it is the best movie um, of the 2000s. Well, yeah. I like how we all chose that movie, even if it's at different places on our list. That movie, definitely. And that, that ending, one thing I'll add, that ending, when he walks away from MJ and says, this is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. When, <laughs> when he says that, then he swings off into the sunset. That, um, it, it makes me tear up every now and then. Just uh, one of the greatest movie endings, in my opinion. Yeah, very yeah. masterful. But not not too far behind that is you know uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You know, oh, I'm just George Lopez. You know, yeah. Did did it also have the dude uh, the dude who played the Wolf Kid, uh, the Wolf Guy in uh, yeah. Twilight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor Lautner. The, yeah, yeah. The Oscar worthy performance of Jeez. Taylor Lautner. Yeah, yeah his yep. best. Movie. I, I think he emotes like twice in that movie. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. And then he does that little that music number, the dance, does some flips. Dream, oh, yeah. dream, dream, yeah. Yeah. dream, 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 dream. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. That movie still haunts me to this very day. No, no. You have nightmares about it? Yes, I do. They appear in my bedroom. It's a little freaky. It's your sleep paralysis demon? Yep, it's just Shark Boy. He just yeah. pops up out of my closet and just dances around. Dreams, does, some does a couple backflips <laughs> in that terrible song. Well, Taylor Lautner was in. A, he had another Oscar-worthy performance in Grown Ups too, when he played a some fraternity, like some frat, yeah, some frat house guy, and it was just he did uh, flips in front of Adam Sandler. Forced Adam Sandler and his buddies to jump off a rock. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. I never saw the movie. That was the only scene I saw, though. Yeah, that was, the, that was one of the only scenes I saw. Classic. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, you want to give your best, your favorite movie, uh, the two thousands, Woody? 
Sure. Okay. So my number one is Rocky Balboa from 2006. Uh, so yeah, it was it was incredible. So the what what always what always seems to happen well not always seems to happen but what happens with Stallone films is that he he seems to be uh, he seems to have a hard time landing an ending of a story. So like uh, you have like the Rambo series, you had First Blood, First Blood Part Two, and then Rambo Three. And Rambo Three was like the last in the series for like almost thirty years, no, twenty years. And so, and but it was like the worst one in the series. So it was like a very rocky ending for the uh, character. And then you had uh, then then the then the Rockies as well, uh, Rocky. Rocky Five was the last Rocky movie for 16 years, and it was a it was a pretty bad movie. But then it seems like he always comes back strong after he, he tries to reintroduce the character. He always comes back strong, and that's what happened with uh, Rocky Balboa. And oh my gosh, it's so good! Uh, very very emotional. I think I think I cried twice in that movie. Oh my gosh, it was really good. Yeah, lucky about both. Well, I I know that um, we watched um, like a few months ago. Woody and I we watched uh Rocky, nineteen seventy six, which I had yeah. never seen before. Um, and he just said, hey, "You want to come over and we'll watch it," and it was it was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, great film, and uh, yeah, so um, definitely need to watch uh Rocky Balboa. I guess, you know, um watch uh the rest of them and then go up to Rocky Balboa. But well, yeah. I have seen um I have not seen Rocky Balboa, but I have seen the Pep Talk. Um I know that's a very I believe it's in the Rocky Balboa where he gives a little pep talk and I've seen that pep talk like that's a it seems like it's a very common pep talk. Um, oh, uh, the one where he's talking to his son. Like, it doesn't matter how hard you hit. It matters how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that, one's, that is an awesome, that is an awesome uh, speech he gave. I actually had that as my wallpaper for a while on my phone. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, yeah, so that's the type of thing you'd have, like, uh, your high school graduation yearbook, I'm sure that will be on that. That that uh that speech. Oh yeah, is my senior quote or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and then Rocky Balboa. It's uh, and so that was not the last. Was that the last one? Because didn't they make Creed or? Yeah, yeah, Creed brought him back, but it wasn't it wasn't about Rocky, if you know what I mean. So you had the uh. You had Rocky from 2000, uh, not, not 2000, my gosh. You had Rocky from 1976, and in that he fought uh, Apollo Creed. And so in 2015, they came out with Creed, and that was about uh, uh, Apollo Creed's son, Adonis, trying to make his way in the boxing world or whatever. And uh, he got, you know, Rocky as the trainer and stuff. So it was, it was like a spinoff more, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, more spin off. Okay. 
but the last Rocky movie was Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Yeah, the one the last one uh, centered around Rocky was Rocky Balboa. Yeah. It just seems like a very motivational sports movie. Oh yeah, it's it's so good. I wish we could have seen them all together. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Maybe uh, note it down for a watch party. No, no, I'm gonna give my uh, favorite my favorite movie of the 2000s. So, um, Tomas, I I assume this should come to no surprise to you. Um, but so uh, my favorite movie of the 2000s is Attack of the Clones. Uh, I know Attack of the Clones. What was that? Did you say something, Woody? Oh, no, no. I didn't say anything. Okay. But yeah, anyway. Uh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones would be my favorite of the 2000s. Uh, I know it is... Uh, it, oh, it's a, one of the prequel movies and uh, a lot of people throw shade at the Star Wars prequels for the acting. And At- Attack of the Clones, it seems, gets the most hate from Star Wars fans, but uh, really, I, I think there's a lot to appreciate about it. About it. Uh, for me, a lot of it is nostalgic, but also I think there is some good stuff in it. Um, I always like the opening uh, chase when they chase Zam, the shapeshifter, when Obi-Wan and Anakin chase her and Anakin jumps off the speeder um, and just see in Coruscant. It, it, Coruscant is such a cool planet. The big city, it's just ridiculous. It's like, it's, it makes like a big city like New York look small. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I like the... Uh, I like a lot of the scenery in Naboo. I the arena scene at the end is cool. The the aspect of Jango Fett and the clones, the whole mystery aspect, and he, they send Obi Wan to go investigate. That was always engaging and intriguing to me. Um, and I even though I found Hayden Christensen, you know, his some of his lines and his dialogue was. Um, was pretty hokey and corny when he says, I don't like sand. And he, said, <laughs> I, he goes and says, I'd much rather dream about Padme. And when he says, uh, how I'm haunted by the kiss you should never have given me. He says that. It's corny, but you have to remember Anakin's 19 years old in the movie. And uh, I, I do... I think the ro- their romance story is, I think there is something to it because that is the romance that um, that would bring Luke and Leia into existence. And, and also when Anakin, um, Anakin's scene with his mother, when he, he watches his mother die, that's a, I think Hayden Christensen does a fantastic job acting in that one. Of course, the, the ending, the final, like, five minutes where it shows um, where Yoda says begun the Clone Wars has and it shows the clones to the Imperial theme then it switches to Anakin Padme's wedding and secrecy um, and of course the music the music is like my all time favorite music to any movie Across the Stars is a phenomenal track But uh, so yeah I'd say Attack of the Clones I know I went a little long there because as you fellows probably know Attack of the Clones is just a 
one of my all-time favorite films. So, so that that would be my favorite movie of the two thousands. Yeah, for sure, man. That one's that one's great. Yeah, it definitely um gets too much hate. Yes. Um, I think it's um yeah, it's just an amazing film. Yeah. Seems like everyone, everyone seems like they uh, like to base the entire movie off of Anakin's uh, terrible lines. So mm-hmm. anytime they think of the Clone Wars, they just like, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and uh, it gets everywhere. I'm like, my gosh. But that's, it seems like that's what everyone thinks about when they uh, hear Attack of the Clones. But it, yeah. besides those weird scenes, it was much more than that. It was very. Yeah. It was a very good sequel for the uh, prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Besides all, you know, the f- the few little corny lines there are in there, um, it's one of the best films. Um, one of the best Star Wars films. It's amazing. And I think if um, if they just changed some of those lines a little bit and maybe made, um. Like, you know, it sort of felt like Anakin and Padme, you know, Anakin went to protect Padme, but then it's like they almost forgot about the fact that there was bounty hunters chasing her. And it almost became like they were just on a little honeymoon or like Love Island or something. Oh, yeah. If it would have been, I think if they would have made it to where, if they were to made it to where like there were a few other assassination attempts on Padme and Anakin would defend her. And then he, and then she would slowly fall in love with him, because he would defend her. I think people would like the movie more if, if they just changed that writing in that regard a little bit. Yeah, the romance, the romance stuff sort of came out of nowhere, especially with how creepy Anakin was acting in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember that part where she's like, uh, she's like packing her bags or whatever, and Anakin's like looking at her weirdly, and she's like, "Don't look at me like that." And he's like. Whatever you Why? say, lady. Yes. I know. That, that, that was sort of creepy. And like, why is she attracted to him? I thought it was weird. But yeah, if they, if they made it, if there was some more like, uh, if there was like a couple extra scenes in there of him defending her and they have like a little bit more of a connection other than a weird fireplace scene where he didn't kiss, it would have been more likable. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, um, there's actually a deleted scene on YouTube that shows where um, Anakin goes to meet the parents of Padme, and he meets her parents. He meets her sister. He has dinner with them, and it's uh, and they talk about his parent. His her dad is all like, um, "Our daughter's not in danger, is she?" And she's like, "No, Dad, I'm not." But Anakin says, "I'm afraid she is, but I'm her protector." So um, yeah, there was a few stuff cut. But overall, it's, as I said, I mean, I chose it for my favorite of the 2000s. So I think it, it overall, it really, uh, it really delivers. Yeah. Well, fellas, this was a ton of fun. Yes, for sure. All, uh, we all had great picks. Yes. Um, but yeah, the 2000s. Oh, God. So the weirdest movies in the early two thousands, I can tell you that. Mm. Some of the weirdest, some of the best. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Blockbusters. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I um. I was uh wanted to say I uh, yesterday, I finished uh, Stranger Things. Oh, season one or season season one? Uh, the whole thing, season three. Oh, you finished? Wow, you were busy. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was very busy. Um. Uh, for the whole week, I took I think yeah one week and I. Um, got done with the whole series. Oh um, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was, it's a pretty great show. I I really enjoy it. But uh, you've seen all you've seen uh all three seasons, Mace. Uh, Woody. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, yeah, yeah, I've seen all three. Except season two is a little disappointing though. <laughs> It was a little, yeah, it, it kind of, I don't know, there was a, a few, it just kind of felt off, almost. Yeah, a little, sort of, I don't know, seems sort of, uh, the whole subplot with, uh, with Eleven going to try to find her mom and then her, like, stepsister or whatever. Oh, yeah, that episode was really, that was just, that episode was just bad. The lost yeah. sister. Yeah, that was, that I, was terrible. That was, I think like one of the only episodes in stranger things that was just bad yeah um, nobody nobody liked that episode like i i can tell you like if if you put 100 people who watch the show into a room i i'm sure only one of them would say that they liked it yeah yeah um yeah but overall i really enjoyed the show season 3 was funny oh yeah it, season 3 was funny but also darker than the other ones yeah 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 that was weird stuff like what was it like what was it what they called the mind flare or something the mind flare yeah yeah that was creepy yeah yeah gia still needs to uh right to uh watch he has he has not uh seen an episode yet no i i I i've not seen it yet i i'm all hearing this good stuff about it and oh yeah well we'll try not to give anything away okay yeah yeah um, oh yeah, it's uh, Stranger. Th- so Stranger Things came out in what 2016. It's been going on three seasons now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Season four is supposed to be coming out pretty soon, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I th- um, I think it was 2021, but you know, all the product, the you know, um, the COVID comes in and it kind of threw uh. They can't really film anymore, so it's delayed for now. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't wait for that season because, you know, cliffhangers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Some crazy stuff. Yeah. Oh, have you, uh, have any of you guys seen uh, X-Files? Yeah, I've seen a little bit. I've seen some of because they, they had, like, a reboot in 2014 or 15, and I saw some of the reboot, and some of them were pretty good. But I don't think I've ever. I I think I saw maybe one episode of the old of the show from the nineties. But uh, that one that is a really good show. It's uh, yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard to get through though because what are there like nine seasons? There are nine seasons with twenty four episodes per season. Each seat and each episode is like forty five minutes. So it there's a lot of time wasted watching those, but 
it's it's worthwhile. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's really good. Except the the show uh, the show was sort of more lighthearted in season one and two, but once you hit season three, it just got sort of like you had like some weird stuff, you had some gross stuff. Like I think there's this whole one with like there's this whole one with like inbred cannibals and stuff, and you're like, oh yuck. <laughs> Like but I've heard about it. Yeah, it sounded really freaky. Oh yeah, yeah it was it was really scary. I think uh, I've seen that one before. Um, Did you? Yeah, with uh, I've seen that one. Um, I can't remember what, but it was just real freaky. Is that where they have um, that uh, like their the whole family's mom is like um, she has no limbs and she's oh. like laying. Yeah, 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 that one. My gosh, yeah, they pull out on that like little cart thing that was underneath the bed, and she's just sitting there with like no arms or legs and sort of howling, and you're like, oh gosh. Yeah, that one still sticks uh, sticks with me. <laughs> it, it got um, on IMDb. That one is rated um, nine point on IMDb. Wow. So that's like, yeah, that's real high. Wow. Yeah, that is high. Um. But yeah, that one is by far probably one of the scariest uh, episodes of, at least that I've seen of um, X Files. Of the entire show, man, I've seen, I've, I mean, I've seen seven of the nine seasons, and that that's the only one that really made me scared. Yeah. Hey, have you seen that one um, where that guy that um, there's like the uh, that guy who can like really conform his body to go through these tiny little vents oh yeah yeah that's that's like one of the very first episodes i think that was yeah was that episode one i think that was episode one actually i what? don't remember oh um, yeah that, that one was weird yeah real creepy yeah that was actually they actually brought him back for a sequel episode i think in season three really yeah and that got yeah that got creepy and uh yeah, it was it was pretty funny because you know you had the dude like squishing through the vents, and you had uh, I think what her name Scully, Scully, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always yeah. like the skeptic and stuff. Uh, so she was like never believing anything. So like uh, a couple of years later, when they brought the uh, the dude back for a sequel episode, uh, they had this other agent on the case, uh, and. Not not in that episode, but like in later episodes, they had another agent on the case, and they're trying to figure out how this dude got killed. And you see, uh, you see Scully looking out in all the vents and stuff, and the agent, the agent's like, "What are you, what are you looking there for?" And she's like, "Well, you got to make sure." <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Man. Um. Those those two are the most memorable ones, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at some of those uh, the images to that episode right now online, and it's uh, yeah, it is pretty eerie. Yeah, yeah. That show gets that show gets like really odd. There's there's like alien abductions at times. There are cults. Uh, I think there's some. Uh, there was actually an episode with Jack Black in one of them. Really? Yeah, that was. He wasn't. He was funny. He was a stoner. Which I'm not. I wasn't too surprised, but he was a stoner, and you know, uh, it was just it was an odd little episode that one was, and uh, 
So yeah, there's just a lot of weird stuff. There's telekinesis. They pretty much take any sort of like old folklore and like take it to the next level. So they, you know, there's this, uh, there's like this Loch Ness monster type episode. That one was really cool. Hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything because, you know, you can't really spoil anything with these episodes or, you know, you're going to regret it. But it's, oh my gosh, you, you should, you should binge it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, uh, I know that uh, the X-Files got like rebooted a few years ago. Oh yeah, they actually yeah. It was more like a was it a reboot or was it like a bring back the old character? It was more of a bring back. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a reboot. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they just brought yeah, it back. Yeah, I a reboot. Yeah. Um. And there is one episode that we saw, where, um, I think what was it the, the band aid nose man mm. or the trash man? Yeah, the trash. Yeah. The trash guy. Yeah, that was really creepy. Work. I. I didn't see that one. I didn't. I don't think I saw any of the episodes from the uh, reboot. Yeah, most most of them from the reboot, I didn't really care for, or from like the um, bring back, mm-hmm. I really didn't care for. But that one was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the people weren't huge fans of season ten. Yeah, yeah, it was. Mo- I'm sorry. Most of them. Uh, most of them I didn't really care for, but there was one that was I that was really good. And that was the garbage man, I yes. think. Yeah, I so. remember that one. Yeah, they get weird. Like, there's this, there's this one episode I remember. There is this, uh, I think there was this prisoner, and he was uh, locked up outside because uh, I think he like killed one of the inmates. So as like his punishment, he got locked up in like the uh, uh, confinement area or whatever outside, and uh, this gigantic storm and stuff was coming in and. Uh, like, it was really weird. Uh, this whole storm came in and, it, like, sucked him up into it, the storm, and, uh, he, like, like, a bunch of screwy stuff happened to his body. So what happened is now, uh, he's able to go through glass. Uh, no, he's, he's, he's able to go through anything but glass, so he can, like, walk through walls, but whenever it comes to glass, he can't walk through it. So he's, like, you know, killing a lot of people, trying to take his son back and stuff. So the very end of the movie... This woman drives this car like, like it's like going like a hundred miles per hour right at him. And since you know you have the you have the windshield and everything, he gets like split into like five pieces as he got hit by the car. Cause oh my gosh, it was so funny. Yeah, gee, man, I know that show is just something. A lot of weird. A lot of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Well, you mentioned um. Jack Black, uh, uh, a few minutes ago, he, he was in an episode. That just made me think of... Shumanji? Uh, 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 no, not that. That made me think of uh, The School of Rock. Have you seen that, Woody? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. School of Rock is a... Dang, that should have been on my list. That was 2004. Oh, yeah. I know. I just... I forgot about that movie, but I should have put I, that on my list. I don't know why. I thought that was, like, like late 90s. Oh, no, that's 2003. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought it was 2004. But yeah, that that one's that one's a classic. Yeah, man, good stuff. I know. Um, that was really funny, really well made, and uh, you know, he, I, I, Miranda Cosgrove was in it. Um, who plays in iCarly and Drake and Josh is the little sister, but she got, I think that was her first appearance as an actress was, when she was a little tiny kid, in that movie School of Rock. 
Was she the uh, know-it-all suck-up? Well, she was. Uh, she was the main kid. There was Jack Black, then there was like the, the main little girl, and that was her. Oh, the one that was band manager, right? The one that couldn't sing. I think I. I don't. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, but but I, oh, yeah. I think band manager. She was the main character, other than Jack Black. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that yeah, that was the. Uh... That was a suck up girl. <laughs> yeah. Good movies. Yeah. Yeah. That just makes me think of um like Jack Black's range. Yeah, Jack like, Black. He is... played he plays a teenage girl. He plays uh Yeah, he played a teenage girl in Jumanji. Yeah, that was great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. So yeah. He did a great job though. Yeah, he did. He was hilarious. Oh, but yeah. Jack Black. Anything else on your fellas' minds? Hmm. I don't know. Let's think back to old shows, old movies. No, not really. <laughs> well, the dark. Uh, I know. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday or a few days ago. Or maybe almost a week ago, it was the anniversary to uh, The Dark Knight Rises. And, uh, of course, that was a, that's one of my all-time favorites. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Bane. I really like, uh, I really like, I like how Gotham is divided. And uh, it's it's basically, you have Gordon and his cops, and you've got Bane and his League of Shadows. So that was, I, I really have good memories of that movie. Yeah. yeah. A plane movie. We first saw it on a plane, yeah. Yeah, um, a few years back. Both Gio and I watched it on a plane, which was pretty fun. Yeah, like many movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to watch movies on planes. There's something special about watching them on the plane. Yes. Yeah, 30,000 feet in the air, you know. <laughs> and you're cool. chilling with a movie, yeah. 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 The pretzels. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. What, do you, what was the last thing you watched on a plane? Um, last thing I watched, I saw the last, the very last movie I saw, or the last, or the last movies I saw on the way back. On on a plane, yeah, the last ones you saw on the plane. The last movie I saw on the plane was Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. That was a weird freaking movie. I would have, I might have, if I liked it better, I might have put it on my top 10 list, but my gosh, that was, it was, uh, oh, how, do you, how do you pronounce his name? Is it Gilmero? 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 Yeah, Gilmero. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was his film. But boy, was it freaking weird. <laughs> I had no idea what to think of it. There was like, there was like, what was it? Like a talking satyr, like a Mexican satyr or something. And, or was it a fawn? Whatever. There was like a Mexican fawn. And there were a bunch of like little, you know, like Teletubby looking fairies and stuff. <laughs> and uh, my gosh, I, it was the weirdest movie I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen some weird movies. Mm. But, yeah. 
And everything was in Spanish too, so I had to wa- I just had to watch the subtitles the entire movie. So yeah, I'm, I just looked it up right now. It's uh, some weird stuff. Yeah, some weird images. I mean, that's you know, that's Guillermo del Toro for you, but yeah, um, you know, he Guillermo del Toro last year, I think, um, came out with the scary stories to tell in the dark movie. Oh yeah, I wanted to see that. Really wanted to be in theaters, but they didn't get it at our theaters, which is weird. That's weird. But yeah, I really wanted to see that. But I'm probably we'll probably watch it maybe. I don't know this year Halloween or something like that. Yeah, that seems like a cool movie to see. Yeah, he's a um does a lot of does a lot of really freaky movies. Mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro. There's yeah. yeah, there's Guillermo del Toro, then there's Lorenzo. Lorenzo de, de, de Boventura. And uh, Lorenzo, I get those two mixed up, but I know Lorenzo de Boventura, he's got his hands in a lot of stuff. Like uh, Red. Have, um, you fellows have seen Red. Oh, yeah. Red? Uh, yeah. What was that, 2010 was Bruce Willis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's really good. That's, a super, that's actually a DC movie. Really? Yeah, it's a DC comics movie. I did not based, know that. Oh, yeah, it was based off of the old comics. I I thought that was surprising. But, yeah, it was a really good movie. That's cool. Yeah, that um, Red was, that's a classic, along with Red 2, which is pretty cool. Yeah, solid action movie. Yeah, both pretty cool movies. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if they're going to come out with a third one anytime soon. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I probably, probably want to go to theaters to see uh, if they come out with yeah. the Red 3. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I like both um Red Two and Red One and Two, so. And then John Malkovich is just. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am getting the pig. Yeah, Malkovich, that guy. Malkovich, Willis, man, they work great. And then Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman. Um, I know. Have you seen that? May just made me think of um. An old Clint Eastwood movie in the line of fire. No, I, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I wanted to see it. I love Clint Eastwood. I've seen all of his movies. I haven't seen that one though. Oh, that's it's very good. Yeah. He he plays a secret Clint Eastwood is a secret service agent and uh, Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Things are coming to my mind now. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I'm getting images. Yeah, very good. John Malkovich is in that movie. Was that like a nineties movie? Like nineteen ninety four or something? 1993. Yeah, yeah. 1993, okay. Yeah, that looked really good. It's actually, it's for free somewhere. Might have to check Uh, that out. Roku, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roku's where it's at. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool movie. Uh, Gio and I, we saw it, I don't know, like... Back in September. September, yeah, that was a pretty fun movie to watch. Um, And really intense at moments, too. Like mm-hmm. really intense scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I like a lot of his movies. I like the, uh, the old, the old. Uh, what was it? The uh, Man with No Name trilogy. The old ones from like I think the sixties, where you had uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Fistful of Dollars, and a few dollars more. That was the old uh, Man with No Name trilogy that he was in. And that was that yep. was really good. You should. Yeah. Well, we should have seen. Uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly together. That one's that's a, like a revolutionary film. Mm-hmm. 
music, the music, the iconic music, yeah. Oh yeah. And then I yeah, um, I surprise I we've never seen it, which no, is, but we 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 need to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on Netflix. Maybe we can have like a Netflix watch party. Yes, that'd be cool. We gotta write all. We gotta write all. We gotta write all this stuff down. It has uh, one of like the coolest songs, "The Ecstasy of Gold," mm-hmm. which is in like so many commercials and movies now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, was that awesome. was that the whistle? Um, let's see. I know it's in. Uh, the ex. I don't know if it's the whistle. Wait. It's um Yeah, it's a really it's a really cool song though. They use it in all types of uh commercials and movies now. Right, all right. And uh, universally known. Yeah. 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 Let's see here. Well, then, uh, if you have uh, Transformers, I heard something recently about uh, if not a Transformers movie, but a spinoff uh, that takes place on Cybertron. Really? Yes. That'll be something. Yeah. Of course, I'm a big fan of the... I'm a big fan of the first two Transformers movies. Yeah, the first two were pretty good. Sort of went downhill after that. Yeah, it did. But even after it went downhill, I sort of... I still like it because it's Transformers. Yeah. What was... There was this one... What was the one with Mark Wahlberg I saw? There was the one with Mark Wahlberg and Stanley Tucci... Age of Extinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's this, there's this video on YouTube. Where, uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. He walks into the theater and watches it, mm-hmm. and he's like ultra depressed and stuff. That was, and he's like watching and he's like, like no expression on his face, just you know, tired and like this movie sucks. But I think the only part where he actually laughs in that video is when uh, I think T.J. Miller. I think it was the part where T.J. Miller dies, and he has like a creepy smile on his face, and you're like, "Oh gosh." Really? Yeah, I saw something like that. I saw the video where he watches all his movies because I think a few years ago he rented out a theater in New York, and he invited fans there, um, and he watched all his he watched all the movies that he starred in. But yeah, man, uh, those Shy is a character. Shy, he. That movie, um, Honey Boy. Oh yeah, that came out last year. That that movie was based on his, his uh, was based on his career as a young actor and his life experiences. I I I've heard it takes place, um, like most of it takes place when they're filming, um, what uh, even Stevens. Even Stevens, mm-hmm. yeah, which is a great Disney Channel show. Which uh. I'd I'd like to see it. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Sure. 
What was, what was I also thinking? Oh, have you guys seen uh have you guys seen Anaconda? Um, was that with John Voight? Yeah. I saw parts of it. I saw like, like uh, two minutes, maybe. It was I don't know, I don't even know what to think of it, but my gosh, it was it was weird. There was uh and a lot of people though had John Voight, Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, uh Owen Wilson. Uh, Danny, Danny Trejo, uh, who is a uh, well-known Mexican actor who's been in a lot of stuff like Desperados and stuff, he was in that movie for about five seconds till he, you know, shoots himself. But that was a was a weird movie. I was just I don't know what I was thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, I was thinking about because I was trying to I was trying to figure out what movies to put in my uh, 2000s list, and that movie popped into my brain even though it was a 90s movie. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds kind of funny. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, Lightning, Lightning McQueen, you know, trying oh, to fight an anaconda. Well, no, he gets eaten by the anaconda. That's the funniest part. <laughs> Good show! Um... Man, some, some of these, uh, just, what a cast, you know? Yeah. I love when you have like great casts for movies that essentially fail. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are always those are always fun to watch. Yeah, it's always, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, like this, like Cats. Oh man, Cats from twenty nineteen. You have like the best cast ever, like a all star cast: Ian McKellen, uh, Rebel Wilson, like all these freaking awesome people. Yeah. And yeah. what bombs at the box office two point six on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. That was you know what was funny is I actually expected not that I expected that I would like it, because I, I I honestly never seen it and I don't plan to. But uh <laughs> but I expected that at least the critics that they would appreciate it, but no that even them even the critics they gave it a hard time. So man Yeah. Yeah, because I heard the story was like choppy and like very messy, and the uh, I heard the cat people were sort of terrifying. <laughs> they look terrifying. Yeah, I know. Like the the ones from the uh, old Broadway musical, those look scary enough as it is. But the moment you yeah. morph cat and human with CGI, you've got oh man, you've got something. Yeah. When, well, yeah, once you start adding some more uh, CG to that to the mix it starts getting real freaky mm-hmm. but um I, I think I read a review on Rotten Tomatoes um a critic who said he almost he threw up in his mouth while watching <laughs> yeah. yeah and <laughs> yeah it looks messed up the film it looks really weird yep <laughs> but gee Okay. Yeah. I probably I, uh-huh. I don't think I'll uh I don't think I'll ever watch it, you know. No, I won't. But I, I might review it sometime to yeah. uh I don't know, some sort of like bad movies list I'll go through. I'll I'll like watch a bunch of crappy movies and just review them all. Yeah. Rank yeah. rank um rank all the atrocities. Yep. We mentioned a lot of weird shows and, and movies. Yeah, a lot of bizarre stuff. Some really good bizarre stuff. Some really bad bizarre stuff. Yeah. 
Shark Boy and Lava Girl will be on that list. Oh yeah, yeah, classic. Creepy man. Dream, 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 dream. Wow, you sound just like him. Yeah. I, I, I I'm insulted. <laughs> if I sound like Taylor Lautner, that's terrible. Doing flips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Careful. <sighs> so what well, else? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Woody. Oh no, you can continue. I have seven minutes, so. Okay. Well, six right. minutes. Well. Uh, what else? Any TV shows? Oh, um. I just thought of this randomly. Hawaii Five-0 was a uh, good TV show. And while I'm thinking of TV shows, maybe we can, uh, uh, sometime in the future, we can do our rankings of top 10 favorite TV series of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, oh, which, which Hawaii Five-0 are you talking about, though? The uh, 2000s one or the one from, like, the uh, 70s? I'm talking about uh, the newer one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen some clips from that. It looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just finished their uh, the last season, season 10, in April. And it, the finale was actually pretty good. It's uh, hokey and corny at times. Um, but it is funny. I, I prefer Hawaii Five, it, though, over the more dark cop shows. And a lot of cop shows are really dark, depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hawaii Five-0 is just, like, hilarious. Yeah. Corny, hokey, and then with good... I like where it takes place, so the scenery is good. It's got good storylines, though. Yeah, yeah, there are some good storylines with some good characters. Have you have you guys seen uh, Psych? Yeah. A I, few episodes. I not really not, much, though. I've not seen it. Oh, that is... I think that's got to be one of my favorite shows. My gosh, it's so it's so funny. So yeah. yeah, it's it's like the the two dudes that grew up in the eighties that never really grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's a very common, that's a very common um, theme or trope. Two guys grew up. A lot of people love the eighties. Yeah, eighties were great. Yeah. A lot of people, yeah, it's kind of funny how people are, um, I, I wonder if, like, uh, people living in the 80s back, uh, you know, 40 years ago or, you know, whatever, I wonder if they were, they they probably never guessed that, you know, in 30 years or so, um, like, all these people would be trying to recapture the vibe of the 80s in right. television, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, regular show. Stranger Things, it, I like Psycho, you know. Ready Player One. Yeah, Ready Player One. Uh, yeah, sorry, that's not a show, but I was just thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. I guess even, I don't know if you, like, maybe even the Guardians movies, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of 80s stuff in that, and too. And the vibrant colors, you know. Yeah. Which is just, it's just kind of funny other, you know, um, how... They try to recapture the 
really vibrant look of the 80s mm-hmm. and the you know mm-hmm. they were doing the um i wonder if they tried to recapture like the the 50s or yeah back in the 80s yeah i don't know they did that they tried to do that in some movie i think it was uh there's a steve martin movie from the 80s i think it was called dead men don't wear stripes it was weird but uh it was supposed to be like a throwback to like 50s noir uh noir movies like uh like mis- uh mystery uh mystery thriller movies but it was like really comedic and weird so they like they took a bunch of clips from old 50s and 40s movies and they found a way to like make him part of that movie as well so like they took some parts with like i don't know like some some parts of old movies with james dean and uh humphrey bogart and stuff and they found a way to add the care the uh, main character into those stories and it was like there's a scene where uh i think it was yeah james dean was dancing with this woman and it turns out it was actually steve martin like dressed up in like a wig and stuff and it was it was, it was funny wow yeah. Dead men don't wear play. Yeah. Well, I think I have to dip because it's about eight o'clock. So. Right. All right. Well, Woody, uh, it's been an honor having you as always. I. Uh, it's always great. Um. Tomas, did you have any final words? Yeah, it's really fun, guys. It's great having you on, Woody. As always, you know. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, can not we either? Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining, Woody. Yes. Thanks for having me on. Do you have any uh, final words you want to say, Woody? Um... I don't think so. Not really. Uh, it was really fun doing the podcast. I'm excited for the next one. That's about it. All yeah. right. Well, okay. and when you get your uh, when you get your podcast named and started up, then uh, we'll just go ahead and tell us, and we'll start advertising it. Keep all shouting it out. Yeah. Thank, thanks a lot. That'd be that'd be really cool. All right. Well, again, thank you as always great time we look forward to the next time yeah so tomas uh great show uh we hope y'all listeners enjoyed listening uh always a pleasure we enjoy we enjoy this and that's why we do it because it brings we hope it brings joy to you you fellas so um as always stay safe take care have a wonderful week we hope to see you next week um God bless, and uh, may the force be with you. Always. Always.